On a mission trying to shift the culture Tell me who dissing I got some things that I hit the culprit Them strep throat flows Some shit to stop all of the talking All of the talking Got one reply for all of your comments Fuck what you think I'm too busy That's why you leave a message Born a perfectionist Guess that makes me a bit obsessive That shit I heard from you lately Really relieved some pressure Like AB I got your CD You get an E for effort Tell me something You motherfuckers can't tell me nothing I'd rather die than to listen to you Ain't no way around it no more. I am the greatest. Lot of niggas sat on the throne. I am the latest. I am the bravest. Go toe to toe with the giants. I ain't afraid of you niggas. I'll end up fading you niggas. For it's all said and done. This nigga need better sun. My Uzi it weighed a ton. I need me a better gun. In fact, I just might need two. Cause niggas say they the one. And I got something to prove. Forgive me, Lord. Here they come. Blah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the lab and I am next to the man himself. He has his own YouTube channel that goes by the name of TC Jiggy. <laughs> he has thousands of subscribers. My brother, my good friend. Well, I'll reveal his name during the podcast. This episode will revolve around top five, top five best rappers alive. Our favorite rappers, future predictions on the rap game. And we also get a little sentimental about life on the pod. Oh, and uh, last to mention, I'll, we'll also discuss how I got fired two days ago from my job. <laughs> Tune in as we go through all that. Transition. Ain't no way around it no more. I am the greatest. Ain't no way around it no more. I am the greatest. Ain't no way around it no more. I am the greatest. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Conscious Experience, and this is episode 19. Yes, I said it, episode 19. Me and B-Lab have been doing this for like 19 weeks, so we're like we're like catching this momentum swing. We have a very special guest in the building, but before I announce this young man's name, <laughs> uh, I want to say we are sponsored by the dailycurrency.com that's financial investments cryptocurrency news uh and and just give you guys good financial uh, tips and advice we also have a telegram link to that that will also break down more in depth economy movements and uh things of that nature so please subscribe to the blog that's again the dailycurrency.com now this man is probably one of the most authentic person I've ever met. He's real cool, real genuine, uh, and he has a YouTube channel as well. That thing, that thing is growing. I see you, boy. <laughs> Jolly. What's up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, thank y'all for having me. I was very excited. I was talking to Rez about it for a while. 
I was just always wanted to just come on here because I don't know, me and him always have bomb conversations at work. So bringing Brian to the mix, I know things are just about to get dangerous. You see how light skinned this nigga is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the mic and went Michael Jackson <laughs> with it. God damn. Hey, uh, B Lap is in the cup. B, damn it. My fault, my fault. B Lap is also in the cut as well. My co host, my right hand man. What's goody? What's goody? Yo, you know, it's good. And what are you about to say, bro? No, I was going to say that um, on some serious shit, though, like, I know that I can fuck around with you a lot, but mm-hmm. we do be having some good conversations that I do enjoy for the sense, like, I like going into deep and details about things, and you know that. So to be able to do that with someone that's genuine like you, I'm just very excited, you know. And I can't wait to pick up Brian's brain and see what, what his thoughts are on some certain things. So I just want to get into it. Oh, <laughs> let's go. All right, man. So the the main theme behind this is hip hop. I brought Jordan on here because he has a, a, a good hip hop brain and not too many of my friends do. So I figured we uh, break, break down some of the best rappers of all time, uh, some of the top and up and coming rappers, and then also who our favorite artists might be. And we might can have a, uh, a really good debate on who's the best. Mm. All, all right. right. Let's get it going. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with this question. Mm. Out the gate. I need to first, before before we go into all this, who's the best and all this, I need to see who your favorite artists are. So name me me your top three artists. Top three? Favorite. Favorite. Ladies and gentlemen, I said favorite. I didn't say best. I said favorite. Mm. Does that be in any order? Yes. All right. Number one, like you said, light-skinned nigga, I got to go with Drake. (laughs) Do I got to detail why? Yeah, I do. Explain. Drake, he has different variances in the way he expresses he expresses his experiences and what he's been through. Like, um, it's very easy for him to talk about his emotional sides, but his connections with you know his uh, history in Toronto, his connections just all over the U.S. and other sides of the world. Like, I feel like we can all agree that he's probably one of the, if not the best rapper right now of all time, just from his uh, his influence over the game and he he's able to just move not only kids younger than us but people that are older than us you know everyone likes to listen to him everyone knows songs by him you know everyone knows who drake is and that's very hard to actually do if you actually think about it like everyone knows who that man is i put money nobody like not everyone knows his actual first name but everybody knows him by his rap name Mm -hmm. so that's that's that has been number one just by how influential and powerful that man is through just his music and raw talent okay number two and put me on the spot. I'm gonna have to go with Kendrick. Kendrick, I'm gonna say Kendrick is probably the best lyricist and has the best ability to flow on any type of track. Plus his knowledge. His knowledge is so in depth. The things that he can speak about, uh, black culture, uh, you know, just going into depth about things that people don't really think about. And yeah, I mean, what more I gotta say about the man? Kendrick, he literally started from the ground up, had no help, made a name for himself. Uh, number three, number three, I got to give it to the OG Tupac. That's my personal favorite. Not my, um, that's my personal preference of my top three. Um, Tupac, I mean, just like Kendrick, more, what more I got to say? Like, what don't you know about Tupac? He, he's, he had the most influence for up and coming rappers. Like he put rap on the map for people, you know, everyone knows what he did, his influence, especially back in the nineties, dude, when. The things that, and still the things that uh, Black African Americans are going through. You know, he 
he put the raw, ugly truth into the faces of everyone in, in the world. Things that people didn't want to like want to hear, but they needed to. So I um I do give him credit to that. So yeah, that's my top three. All right, all right. That's that's like a real I fuck with that. Yeah. That's like a real millennial like breakdown right there. We got a little bit of new school in there, and then we got some old head, some old head love in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You know, I, I can you can never refute someone's uh favorite artist because that's who they listen to. That's like their specific uh music that they like. So I respect it. I think you have some good diversity in there that you know, with Drake. Obviously, that's obvious. You know, he's 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 either one A or one B. You know what I'm saying? When it when it comes to who is the most influential, who's the who, what artists shifted culture the most? What artists produce the the type of quality music that will last forever? He he's he's in that category. And obviously, you know, Tupac. That's an obvious one as well because he he was more than music. He was. He was the culture. He led the culture. He he taught black men um, how to think and, and and how to be a leader in, in their own community and also taught black men to respect black women. And he taught black women that black men need to love you. So like that there was like this this attitude that he 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 created in the black community that I feel like progressed them during that time. So um B Lap, you're next. Who's your top three? Yeah, uh, for my for my top three, I'm gonna go off of based off of who I personally get excited to hear or like. Oh shit, I see him on the feature, and I, I want to say like probably the the artists that I feel that are in my top three are the ones that I've been listening to for maybe like a decade. I guess like twelve years, thirteen years. So uh, I de- so no specific order, but obviously. I'm going to have to add Drake. Why? Because one, his body of work, you know, his catalog, the way he always finds a way to introduce people to a new sound, a new wave, whether it's been with the Island vibe, whether it's been with his vibe himself, just like changing up his his flow. It seems like every, I wouldn't say flow, but just changing like uh, the vibe every couple of years with his flows and how he approaches the sound. Um Secondly, or my next one have to be J. Cole. I fucked with J. Cole really heavy. I fucked with um back when that piff was like really a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh with like Friday Night Lights and all that. And uh that shit definitely like spoke to me. And just his whole what he brings to the table as far as just like the authenticity and just how he carries himself as a person, just like very laid back. And just um, you know, talented, and just the way he like is simple, but he talks about deep topics and really is able to um, make good music. Um, and then third, uh, it honestly, I felt with Rick Ross. Like Rick Ross, anytime I see like I feel he, that. he's so I consistent. Feel that. <laughs> he's consistent. You feel me? Like yeah. he's just consistent. So, um, I mean, damn. I mean, yeah, I mean, because I could say, like, Jay-Z or something like that, but, like, yeah. I really didn't, like, when Jay-Z was really, like, in his prime, I was fucking with Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Um, but now, like, yeah, I feel like Ross is definitely, like, consistent, and now he's definitely more on um, just the, the knowledge tip that, you know, certain artists are on, kind of like how Nip was and how Jay-Z is as well. Um 
I can do some honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I want to touch on your uh, third artist that you brought up. I, I think I think Rick Ross is probably one of the most underappreciated artists of that tier one upper echelon like skill level. In my opinion, when uh, Rick Ross linked up with Justice League and you had all those like melodic, like super synth heavy instrumentals, the Miami like love lavish, like this is luxury life type music. When you put Rick Ross on a track like that is always a classic, bro. Always a classic. It, you you can never be anything like that, like Santorini, Greece, or you have like Apple of My Eye. When he when he when he hits that stride, and Rick Ross yeah. has the same flow. He's been rapping the same way ever since he came out. Every day I'm hustling, but like <laughs> he he's one of those artists that has like his own lane, and it always works. And I feel like him pairing up with Justice League. I wish Justice League and Rick Ross would do a album together, like right now. Because it would be an instant classic. That that type of shit, man, it, it makes me want to do five million podcast episodes in a week and like mm-hmm. get get twenty million views and be rich and just on a yacht with, with right Bree. Up. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> smoking a cigar yeah. shit, bro. Cause like that's the type of shit he does. Like it, it just elevates you. So good take. Good take, B Lap. Hey, I fuck with it. I also want to touch on that too, because Rick Ross is one of the very few artists is like once you hear like that that uh significant you know Maybach music everyone knows it's <laughs> coming on right like when you hear that when you hear Lil Wayne's lighter flick you know what's about to happen exactly, you yeah. know it's about to be some heat so he has one of those few you know uh sound bites where you just know oh shit you know he's about to come on he's about to tear it up I'm surprised you didn't say Lil Wayne bro and your face see that's I also want to talk about that too I feel like <clears throat> I feel like our top threes aren't supposed to always be set like like I said like about a month yeah. ago t- Lil Wayne wasn't my top three but as I like dissect and i told you this i was doing my research when i really started listening to um to tupac and just everything he was saying it's like this man's speaking more than words he's speaking you know real life shit real life experiences and for you to be able to have someone like for instance me i I wasn't even alive when this man died but for me to be able to connect with you and understand what you're saying granted i wasn't through like many of the stuff he was talking about like thank god my mom was able to like take me out of that environment and not be around those experiences for, but for me to understand what you're saying just through your words and your music that's hard to do bro that's powerful mm-hmm. so i gotta give respect to him and who knows maybe like another month little wayne is gonna push his way back <laughs> in the top kendrick's <laughs> gonna leave very me and drake you know and that, that's why i love the beauty of music you know it always our um our personal opinions are always able to change and i feel like there's no right or wrong in that yeah i mean and he touched <laughs> on an important point especially like the 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 top artists i mean you you can't lie no matter how much you hate these guys you have to admit that drake kendrick and cole are is the three-headed monster of our generation these are the most consistent artists of our generation to push out quality music over time and have in that music age very very well mm-hmm. and so i'm gonna go to my top three i could be i could be cliche and i could say drake kendrick and um j cole, j. cole is my favorite you know and that and that but i, I want to switch it up a little bit i came amongst an artist maybe okay three years ago i heard of this guy right i heard a couple of tracks i'm like god damn he can rap he like he reminds me of biggie and then just not like just recently and this is actually i don't know if it's an episode 16 intro wherever the 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 first episode I, I inserted like the musical intros he's in that he's he's rapping in that and he goes by the name of uh jay electronica oh, i knew you know. oh, okay. 
Jay Electronica is someone when you, when you think of a MC, you think of Jay Electronica because he can piece words together and then put them in a rhythmic flow like no one else. Like he has like that that biggie aura, like that mystical like rap genius way of putting words together and having that shit sound great and complimenting a great instrumental like a Jay Dilla uh, instrumental to shape and mold a instrumental and shine on those beats and very few artists can do something like that so I would have to say Jay Electronica if you've never heard of him please listen to DMT it's called DMT DMT Jay Electronica is on YouTube and you'll see what I'm saying he like he he he, it's like he freestyles and paint these stories. And the closest artist I can, I can probably relate to him is like an MF Doom. Like an MF Doom. You know is, about MF yeah, Doom? I know MF Doom. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm dude, underground. I know, dude. I I love I love artists who can put together flows and, like they could put they could string together like words and create like this crazy flow. And that MF Doom, I feel like it's the king of that. I feel like that's who influenced Eminem, who influenced Kendrick Lamar, who influenced even Andre 3000. Like MF Doom is like he's like the king of that shit. So um so I'm going off the rails, but Jay Electronica's one, okay. You guys already know. I know. The, I know the viewers um, are gonna hate this, but obviously this is this is Drake Drake land over here. Oh, so man. I got Drake. I don't the, the uh, Jorian and Belap already explained why he is um, is is up there, and I feel like he's probably most people um, favorite artist. If you just look at the views on Spotify, it says it all. He's the most played artist on there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite simple. You know, you have a guy who started in 2009 and he produced, he's been producing quality records, classic albums um, up until now. So it's just like, you know, you have to give the man his respect. And then third, hmm, who am I listening to recently? I'm going to have to say Jay-Z. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I got two. So I don't know if I can do this, but fuck it, I'm going to do it. I got two people who are tying in third place for me. I got Jay-Z, okay? Um, you have to give Jay Z his props. Not only what he has done rapping and his skill set rapping, but outside of uh, rapping and what he's done for the culture. So I respect him on that aspect. And then I would have to say Nas. In my opinion, Nas is probably the most skillful MC of all time. Just the way he raps, like listen to Sly Fox. Go on YouTube and listen to Sly Fox by Nas. He tells a story and. It's not one of those like conscious, typical conscious like rap stories. Like he is going and he's in the pocket rapping. Like he he's hitting no he's bad. hitting bars left and rap uh, left and right. So like I would have to say it, it goes J Electronica, Drake, Jay Z is three A and Nas is three B. So you putting Jay Z over Nas then? No, I I said three A three B. So like they're tired basically. <laughs> That's that's what that means. I mean, like three A three B means like you could they're interchangeable. You could put hey, if I, I'm in may, 3A, maybe tomorrow. If I'm in three huh? B, I'm upset. Maybe in three A and I'm but in like, 3B. But like Jordan said, it's like it's so interchangeable though. Like because tomorrow I can listen to a Jay Z record. I can listen to four 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 and say, okay, damn, you know what? Jay Z, I'm feeling Jay Z today. So Jay Z is is three A. So it, it, it's really interchangeable, but. Man, I'm I've been listening to some Nas lately. Um, this world is yours. Like just going through going through his like his old uh, albums, like the rap game is dead and stuff like that. Like he he has some he has some shit. 
that whew, that like he 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 just kills the mic every time he spits. So um that that's like my order. Yeah, so to transition what's beautiful, what's beautiful huh? about it is that like uh, like just the way that music is able to like make you feel and like bring back memories and like put you in like different settings and like that's what I feel like real MCs do because like a lot of music is definitely like trendy. So there's a lot of trendy artists, you know what I'm saying? But like once like it's hard to be consistent, especially the way like everybody's attention span is. So I feel like the artists that we mentioned or even to be mentioned, you know what I'm saying? You have to be one of those like standalone or body of work, you know, mm. content based, you know what I'm saying, artists. And a lot of artists as mentioned were also in that age, like uh, MF Doom, Nas, Tupac. They were all in that age where you can't just make beats electronically. You know, you got to go piece by piece, you know, be hours in the booth, just making every little second count. And yeah. that's the beauty of it way back then is because, like, you know, producers and uh, people that made beats like uh, Dr. Dre, all of them, they they would kill it, you know, when they were spinning records and when they were just dropping beats. And that's also a beauty is, like, you, you can hear the hard work they put in. You know, they didn't just press yeah. copy and paste to the beats and stuff. And you realize that a lot now with these new age artists and people that are producing music, you can just hear them copying beats from like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It's like there's no, not really that much more origination or uh, originality when it comes to this stuff. It's just all like a cookie cutting. You know, they might add a beat in here or beat two, you know, but it's yeah. just w back then it was all original. Nothing was the same. Yeah, the, I feel like the reason, my bad, to cut you no, off. No, 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 you got it. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the reason for that was because like now this shit is really you know popular you know what i'm saying yeah. but back in the 90s 80s you know what i'm saying it was once upon a time a rap wasn't even taken serious yep. and yeah. that's why you can tell because not everybody wanted to be a rapper <laughs> in a sense or maybe they wanted to but back then motherfuckers really wanted to be in a rock band mm, yeah you know do shit like that imagine waking up in the morning and telling your mom you want to be a rapper <laughs> shit ladies and gentlemen if you're hearing that hiss every other uh minute that's jorian hitting his pen just to let you guys know. <laughs> no, no. Dude, like literally, like the, the last episode I produced, like the quality, I'm I'm a per, a extreme perfectionist and I and I'll call it a spade a spade. I'm just I'm not really happy of the quality that uh, of the last episode that I, I brought out just because there's like this there's like this slight little noise that's like on the track and i'm just like fuck i can hear it i can hear it. i don't care if anybody else can hear it, but i i can hear it and it bothers me so like you know i don't that's i'm just i'm just like that hey man if we speaking real shit and people want to listen they don't give a fuck how it sounds <laughs> no i i know that's, that's neither here nor there <laughs> I know. And, and that's the best thing about it is this is authentic as fuck but you brought up a you brought up a good point. Um, producers copying instrumentals and it being uh, not not authentic, right? But someone who does that very well and, and someone who's created a career off that is someone by the name of Kanye West, yep. where he where he gets he, he gets these samples like these old school like sixty and seventies like samples, chops it up and put put some eight oh eights behind it, mm -hmm. or you know he puts some like classy uh, like um, horns behind it, and that shit sounds amazing. I feel like. Like, in my opinion, Kanye West is arguably uh, the most or probably the best artist in recent years. Like, he, he might he might even be the best he's artist. The new, he's the black Walt Disney. Well, <laughs> if you think about his track record, if you look at his album list, arguably every album in his cachet 
is a classic, and this nigga has like eight albums now. Every even Yeezus when Yeezus came out, niggas was like, "That shit is trash, bro." Black Skinheads is trash. On site is trash. But guess what, son? It was ahead of its time, buddy boy. That shit's not trash now. Re-listen to it because everything he said in every track became true, bro. You are slaves. You are slaves in the society. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was hearing that and they wasn't understanding. But like everything he said in that track and in those tracks became true. And then also the tracks that he like produced, like it's it was like rock heavy, is like very high synth, synth, like synthetic sounds, like. That's what's going on now. You got the little Uzis and, you know, you got artists who, who are on that rock shit. Like he he starts these waves like he he pushed this. He pushes crazy music out like way before like want to hear it or way before like artists like get on that wave. And he gets like all the blame for it. But then like two or three later, it's like that sound is popping. He did 808. Like if you think about it, 808 and Heartbreaks, right? 808s wasn't a thing. Metro Boomin was not a thing when that happened. But guess what? Four or five years later, Metro Boomin was the best producer. He was pushing shit way before it's time. And he gets a lot of blame for it. But I, I feel like he is he has single-handedly broke down so many barriers for hip hop. And I think there's an argument to be made that he is probably the best artist of all time. If you if you uh, think about artists, I'm not saying rapper. I didn't say MC. I didn't say any of that. I said artist. Artist means can he sell records? Yes. Did he cause a cultural, is he a cultural influence? Yes. Has he shifted culture? Yes. You putting ha- him in the same categories for like Michael Jackson then? That's a big, uh, yeah. that's a big argument. Hey, Michael Jackson told Kanye he could sing. Yeah, I mean, but like, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty bold statement for you to say when you think about it, like best artist of all time. That's not just. I said, I I didn't say he's the best. I said, you can make an argument. You can make a really good argument um, and and say that Kanye potentially could be the best artist of all time. Yeah. Uh, I would would make that argument, but I I could see someone being a Kanye stan and making that argument for sure. Like, going off of that, I mean, that's a real. I give him a fuck. Yeah, like, that's a real good point as well. Because, I mean, we're talking about people that shifted the culture i mean kanye is obviously one of them little wayne obviously one of them uh tupac um i mean like all right i'll just speak about this uh i guess from the 2000s to to now i mean you look at little wayne like his influence on artists um shit gucci influence on artists in the game now um kanye artists. he has atlanta popping yeah i mean gucci? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Kanye, for sure. I mean, I definitely think he's an artist for sure. Um, all around, all around artists when it comes to clothing, when it comes to music, when it comes to just uh, just expressing himself. Um, like he's always been a, like, I feel like time will expose you before your words do. You know what I'm saying? Or, or before somebody else can. And throughout every, throughout time, like he's always gonna get backlash up front, but in the end, he always ends up out in front or like ahead. So mm-hmm. I feel like even like how I guess I, I believe Drake might have said it before, but there's always like a window, you know what I'm saying? Like whenever something like controversial or people, you know, first hear a piece of music that's like new or different. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? The internet's going to go crazy and, you know, say whatever, make jokes. 
But then, you know, a week goes by, a couple of days go by, you know what I'm saying, and everything's all good. So I feel like he's definitely one of those guys that, um, you know. But at the same time, he definitely does kind of, like, fuck, you know, do some outlandish shit. But at the end of the day, like, the dude's a creative genius. Like, I can't name anybody else that's art, like, that is as creative as Kanye. <laughs> Where do y'all where do y'all see the culture of just specifically rap going in the next ten years? Cause I was listening to this interview with Drake. Well, not with Drake, but they're talking about Drake, mm-hmm. and they said that the twenty teens those were his years, you know. And for someone like me that literally grew up on Drake, that was a big like. I want to say like they meant it disrespectfully, but it's like, damn. So you pretty much capping Drake at you know the teens. Like, what makes you think that he's not going to be able to? you know, run through the 20s and everything. So, like, how, how do you see music and rap evolving within, like, the next 10 years? Like, do you see it going more towards this hipster, you know, this, like, new age rapper vibe where, like, it's more about the beats than the actual lyrics? Do you see, like, do you see, uh, you know, time and rap making a full 360 and going back to the way things used to be? Like, I just want to know what, like, y'all input is about that. I'm a... I'm a- I'm going to say this right here. You can never, ever listen to the naysayers because, you know, you had people before I even joined Jiu-Jitsu saying, dude, like, why are, you, why are you competing like two months, two months in, bro? You're going to get smashed. And, you know, look what I well, look what I've accomplished. So when you, it's just I just I'm very skeptical when I when I hear people make bold statements like that, like you're not in the music industry. You're not doing this on a big scale. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, but where music is going I is Not music rap rap yeah rap is always going to uh, come back to its roots if you think about it if you look music in its early 2000s right when you had like the do the stanky leg and you had to roll like yeah buddy rolling like a big shot like you know when you had all that like that like silly like but like southern rap bubbling up i feel like that's what's happening right now with this like drug wave like the little pumps i don't know if he's mm. still popping but like you still like you have like these these new like little whatever whatever you know, making their tracks on 808s and saying that little shit and having that like Migos flow type style. Mm. I think um, those styles are very temporary. I, I just think that's what's happening in uh, culture. Like the teenagers that are in high school, I think that's what they're bumping. But obviously, they're going to grow up and they're going to go back to the roots. And I think hip hop over time has, has always done that. You know, you've always had like your 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 rappers, um, like your Jay Z's, your Nas. Excuse me. Um, like your MF Dooms, your under three thousands, like Big Boy, like people who have pushed culture forward with lyricism. And then you always and then on the other side of that, you had like, you know, like your little pumps or your Uzis or like Chingy back in the early 2000s, like silly rappers, like pushing their little things. And just because people want to hear a little bit of like they don't want to listen to country shell at the time. They tune into that. And also these radios are dumb as fuck. And they push this mainstream bullshit on its um, audience. But radio is not a thing anymore. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But I think hip hop is always going to come back to its roots. And I think at the end of the day, your J. Coles, your Jay Z's, your Kendrick Lamar's, those guys are going to always reign supreme because of the quality. The quality of music is there. It's not fast food music. It's not it's not junk food. The only person I feel like who's gotten away with that shit is Lil Wayne. For some reason, Lil Wayne like listen, I hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is a hot take, head ass. Look, <laughs> little little Wayne um 
don't get it twisted. Little Wayne is a great lyricism, and 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 what stands out to me most about Lil Wayne is his flow. This nigga has flows for days. In my opinion, he's probably top five best flowers of all time. But I will say this: his content has always about been is has always about um, money, pussy, and weed. Like there, there's there's no content about it. You know, very few tr- uh, tracks. As he spoke about his story and what he's been through. Nightmares of the Bottom is when he spoke about his story. And guess what? That was a great fucking track. But then for one Nightmares of the Bottom, you have like 20 lollipops. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just feel like he, he has been the most successful rapper to get away with like some like just like not as like in-depth content, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just to, being reasonable. To, to add to that point, I feel like it's always so... I'll just answer that question or speak on that first. I feel like there's always different types of music talks to all different people and what they're looking for. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of get in where you fit in. So obviously, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody wants to listen to deep stuff every day because that doesn't express life. You know what I'm saying? Music expresses life. So when it comes to artists like Lil Wayne, I feel like Lil Wayne was the most... When he was on, like, when he was on his stride, bro, he's probably like the most entertaining rapper because, all right, there's two different types of rappers, bro. There's there's niggas that rhyme words, <laughs> and there's niggas that tell stories. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, <laughs> this nigga, Little Wayne was just good at fucking rhyming words. You know what I'm saying? And like his punchlines, like you listen to the song all day long, and you would like catch new shit every time. He was an and, M1 like, rapper. Yeah, like and it, so sound, it's like, it sounded pretty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it'd be like, damn, now I get it. Like, you listen to a couple of Lil Wayne songs now, it's like, oh, now I know what that is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, I don't know who else could do that. You know what I'm saying? And like, when you look at Eminem, he was just rhyming words. Yeah. And that's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like that shit. It's like, if you're able to like rhyme orange with door hinge yeah. or some shit that you think that don't rhyme with anything, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's just entertaining. Bro, real Let quick, me, real, real quick, real, 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 real quick, real quick. Yo, you you guys remember when we would like sit down and anticipate uh, Little Wayne's verse every week? Like we'll have like the Razor flip phone and we'll have like the ringtones on there and be like, bro, I can't wait till he drops this remix. He it was always a remix. It's the remix, babe. <laughs> like it was always a remix. Like do you guys not remember that shit was crazy? Like little, I'm not Little Wayne is a goat. Like. You, you, you can't deny that, that but... mixtape era. Everybody's using yeah. iTunes now, but like that mixtape, you had to really try to be on your shit to like catch everything. Piggybacking on what Brian said, um, I feel like though people just don't understand like the stories that Wayne be telling. Now, listen to this. Like, <laughs> listen to this. Let me let me defend, defend my boy Wayne because I know he didn't make top three, but he, he he's gonna be on top three shortly now after this. Yeah, hey, <laughs> um. So, <laughs> so, so, like he was saying, like, Brian, you're like, oh, it takes uh, people like a certain amount of time before they actually get what Wayne was saying, right? But when yeah. you do, when you do understand what he was saying, I was like, damn, dude, this man is actually like, he's talking about some real shit, but like in the most like unorthodox way where it just seems like he's just saying garbage and just making it rhyme. But yeah. like, for instance, six foot, seven foot. The man went fucking six oh, yeah, fucking minutes speaking about like just different stories and different shit. Like, 
I lost my mind. If somebody is stranded, I think you stand under me when you don't understand me. Like he, he's literally putting like metaphors and like just saying the most un- unorthodox shit. But when you listen to um, Dark Side of the Moon with Nicki Minaj and his new album, when you listen to uh, uh, oh, that's released the new album. Re- Carter Five, come on, dude. No, no, I'm, I'm th- uh, no. There's the one that he's dropping like the end of his career. Oh no, 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 that didn't drop yet. Oh my god, no, that ain't that ain't <laughs> dropped. <laughs> um, Jeez, can't Therese. be <laughs> You know, like just. You 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 think that he's speaking only garbage, but when you listen to him, it's just like he he's telling real shit and telling real stories. You just gotta understand where he's coming from. And I was in the same perspective when I was like ten years old. I was listening to like this song, just like I mean, he can rhyme, but I have no idea what he's saying. But then when you get older and wiser, like you figure out, um, and it just doesn't go for Lil Wayne. It goes for like other rappers too, where you just you figure out what they're talking about and understand where they're coming from. But Jordan, you don't under like you don't see how simplistic though, like. Spitting some like garbage sometimes. Yeah, but even but even the line you just said, like how simplistic that is, versus like um uh, Andre three thousand on like uh some of his old mixtapes, like how how in depth he gets into his like childhood and breaks all that shit down. Like it's it's pretty like it's easy. When I was a kid, it was hard to understand because I didn't know anything. But like now that I'm like in my early twenties, like bro, I'm like I'm this is like this is shit I could like honestly freestyle. Not his flow. His flow is unique and that's his talent. But like his lyrics, like I think you stand under me if you don't understand me. Like, come on, son. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, if we nah, I mean our nah. broken woman named Tammy, but hoes gonna be hoes, so I couldn't blame Tammy. Dog. Like, All right. Well, one, we're not we're not saying the best like punch. That just rock my yeah. consciousness that doesn't make me think <laughs> about the universe and how we're flying on this fucking planet around the sun like that that doesn't make me do any of that well, just... sometimes it feels good to come back down to earth and just you know live yeah. in the sh- <laughs> like walk in the shallow waters for a little bit but that's not the point we're saying like who is is he like he's just like a simple rapper like he's an am one like category the little the little whatever is the pumps that those are, no no those no, no, no. Are, those you, are the you can't even say little pump is like lil wayne's child like he birthed those kids but i'm just saying like his lyricism if you pair if you compare it to like some of the heady heavy hitters of hip-hop like Biggie, if you compare it to like KRS One or like Wu Tang Clan, it doesn't it doesn't stand a chance. It's like like Red Man, come on, it, it's just like it's like simple math, but it's like really good math because his flow is just outstanding. His voice, his presence on the track is outstanding. Lil Wayne is top ten of all time. He's outstanding, but his lyrics. Most of the time, eighty percent of the time, it's very simple. It's easy to understand. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he uh. sucks. You know what I'm saying? But rap don't yeah. gotta be about you thinking about it and figuring it out. Rap is Ex- a whole is exactly. a whole Exactly. That's why I say he's top ten of all time, but I'm just saying he's just simple. It's simple. Top five. Nah, the reason nah I, I mean, I with that, I just feel like <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> but um all right. Looping around back to what I was talking about, how rap um how is it gonna be in the next ten years? I honestly feel like rap is in the most fragile it's gonna be in the most fragile stage uh that's ever been in because it's going to come to the point where all the legends are still making music. You know, the Drakes, the J. Coles, Kanye's. There's going to come a time where they're just going to stop and move on. Like, Kanye, J. Cole, they're about to be, what, 40 damn near 50? Like, they're going to just... 
Oh, and it's just like who 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 who's gonna take the crown? Like who's gonna like you know take the throne and sit down and just be like you know I own this shit. I own the rap game. Like this is and I honestly I I I dissected. I looked and there's honestly like no rappers that appealed out to me. The only ones that do, Lil Uzis. You know mm-hmm. people that just they make different flows and different beats. But what are they really saying? You know what I mean? Like, granted, I love Lil Uzi. I can listen to Lil Uzi all the time. But like comparing them to people like Tupac, Biggie, like what they did. And, and I don't know if this is very like short-minded me to think, you know, comparing or going back to, you know, in the 90s and comparing rap to then because, you know, rap's always uh, evolving and it's always going to be different. But I just feel like it's going to get to a point where just rap is just going to be shallow and just rhyming words with words, you know? I get what you're saying because... Someone's calling you, buddy mm-hmm. boy. All right. I get I get what you're saying because... um when 50 cent like you remember in the early 2000s you had like joe budden 50 cent um who else eminem you had like dr dre like still like the west coast still popping a little bit over there you we were like saying who's the next guy up and then we went to that period of like dry hip-hop where we had like the again ice cream paint job like we had all that like funky mu- music for like a semester uh and it was just like whatever and then drake came out and then a, two years later, Kendrick Lamar with Good Kid, Mad City comes out. And then you have J. Cole rapping around, and he's dropping his mixtapes. I think talent is always around the corner. You're just going to have, like, your dry spells. And I think we're about to go into a little dry spell right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to answer that question as well, like, I feel like at the same time, I mean, niggas just sound old, dog. Like I thought we just sound like them old niggas at the barbershop. <laughs> nigga, we sound like Joe Budden. Nigga, cause like at the end of the day, bro, it's about the kids, bro. It's whatever the kids are listening to. You know what I'm saying? That that 14, 13 year old self who is that biggest artist to these fucking 12 year old girls and shit like that. Those are the ones that like we think are probably lame as fuck. But like niggas thought Drake was lame. Niggas thought Lil Wayne couldn't rap at one point, but we were still listening to him on a school bus. <laughs> so we was the one we was the one we like kids are the ones downloading albums and actually buying them you know what i'm saying like i mean think about it like niggas ain't playing like when Yu-Gi-Oh was a thing <laughs> it was only Brian was all on that <laughs> shit weren't you boy <laughs> three-eyes dragon hit that boy. <laughs> hey what i'm saying is that shit was popping but it was only kids buying the shit you know what i'm saying even like so it's just like when music it's always gonna evolve it's just that, you know what I'm saying, once you are accustomed to a certain sound, a certain flow, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to, a lot of people get stuck in that, they don't really want to open up and kind of, you know, just, uh, I wouldn't say adapt, but just invite new sound, you know what I'm saying, yeah, it may sound like mumble rap, you know what I'm saying, it may sound like this or that, but it's still, the culture is still, you know what I'm saying, music is basically articulating or an, uh, or a introspection on the of this period of time that we're currently in. So like the 90s with Tupac, Biggie, they were literally the voices of that decade, that generation. You know what I'm saying? Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick are the voices of this generation. You know what I'm saying? So whoever's coming out next is going to be the voice of whatever like of this next generation. We may not agree with it. We may still feel that, you know, Drake or Kendrick or you know what I'm saying? Like, people can always look back in the past, but I feel like it's always about that evolution because, you know what I'm saying? Like, time moves on, and so does, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole vibe and perspective of that situation of that generation. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, bro. I hope I don't end up like those old heads, like rocking the, the Timberlands, <laughs> rocking the Timberlands and the New York Yankee hat with the fucking, <laughs> you know, the big uh, 84 jersey, FUBU jersey head out, boy. Like, I'm just saying, like, dude, you got to understand that culture is a evolving, shifting thing, like a- amongst everything, like every aspect of the world is always going to continue to evolve. It's just the natural cycle of, you know, of the universe. And that that goes with rap. Like it's gonna continue to evolve. You're gonna have some some dude. <laughs> who knows what we're gonna hear ten years from now, bro? Like the, we're gonna have like Lil Uzi times five hey, million, bro. Hey, imagine, bro. Imagine this nigga. <laughs> there's people today that would be like, that's there's just probably that's how you blue face the hardest out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, low key, then I'm gonna get hot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ain't you gonna be scared about that though? Like, aren't you gonna be scared that Lil Uzi's times tens are gonna be like the face of rap? Like, you, you're not even gonna want to listen to it anymore. You're just gonna be listening to all that shit back in the day. But you know, you you want to always listen to something fresh, something new. But there ain't gonna be any options for it. But you, at the same time, our generation still knows of some, you know, like artists like Tupac or like artists like Biggie. Like, we still have an understanding that there's a packing order. And, you know, although, like, the artists out here, like, little Uzi, no one's comparing Uzi to Tupac, you know what I'm saying? And I just hope that continues to happen as time progresses. Like, I hope we don't compare, like, the artists 10 years from now to, like, great artists now that are, are popping, like Jay-Z or, like, Nas or, like, Kendrick Lamar. Like, you just got to understand you can't compare that that those, those guys together. And and that's 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 it. If, if, if kids understand that... Um, they can't do that. Then I'm happy because at the at, at at the end of the day, if you want to stay updated with society, if you want to stay like that cool uncle, that cool pops, like you gotta you gotta you gotta kind of accept where music is going because music is based off society, and that that's that's what happened this time around. Our society, especially in young. <clears throat> hip hop community, you have a lot of kids doing pills, you have a lot of kids doing lean, and you have a lot of kids uh, smoking or whatever their drug of choice. But you hear that in the music, and you hear these artists saying that, and that's what culture is right now. So, yeah, bro, I'm about to be 21 in about an hour. Ain't that ain't that crazy? Hey, my boy having a party at his crib. You know what I'm saying? Shoot out the address, bro. Yeah, so everybody can to, uh, Hey, one five. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but that's, no, that's I think that's really crazy, dude. Like, I don't want to like derail from the rap topic, no, but dude, like go, I'm just, go. Go but like, you're drunk. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I love y'all boys. <laughs> <laughs> when when you're 16, you never imagine you turn 18. When you're 18, you never imagine you turn 21. You know, like time is always gonna go by, and I just I I always think about it like, what am I doing with my time, and what am I, you know, what's gonna come next, and the more I experience life, it's like I answer one question and then three more pop up, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that shit gets overwhelming because it's like what like I don't want to get too like, you know, uh, stereotypical or too like, but like, what's the purpose? Like what, what what's the true meaning of not only happiness, but just, you know, this game we call life? Like mm-hmm. what what am I going to be doing the next, you know, 20 years down the line? Am I just going to be doing, you know, the same thing? Am I going to be another statistic doing a nine to five? Am I going to be, you know, running the world? Like you never know. And that's the scary part. Like. For one, you never know when your last day is going to be. And for two, you never know what you're going to be. And I don't know if it's just, you know, too too like uh, early for me to start thinking about it. But it's just like, uh, it's scary, you never, know? Never, 
you know, <clears throat> one of my biggest compliments that I can, you know, that that that, that I give you is like you, you're you're a young man who is on the right path and you have a great head on your shoulders. Like you're very intelligent and you're very self-aware. And those questions that you find yourself asking right now are going to be very important in the near future. When I turned 21, it was like <laughs> it was like really the first time that I began to become intelligent, like years zero to 20 bro i was i don't know what i was doing bro i was just fucking living but like now i'm ever since i hit 21 bro i began become conscious and really focused on what my life purpose is i think when you when you begin to put on those bifocals that perspective you begin to focus in on yourself and and begin to realize that you know yeah, you could change certain aspects in life, but it's really going to be based on how you go about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you change your reality. You can't, you can't change other people's reality. People can do whatever they want to do. You only can hope that you can influence them to go the right way if they're going off the wrong path. But you know, who? What's the wrong path? No one knows. So my thing is develop begin to meditate begin to break down who jorian is as a person and dude i'm 23 i'm not i'm not too far ahead of you i'm doing i'm still doing the same thing i'm still very impulsive as well i think most men still have problems with that as well so like just begin to break down who you are and and again ask those important questions every day because guess what 90 percent of the population is not doing that 90% 90% of the population is stuck to uh, materialistic, uh, like, things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're they too caught up in the 9 to 5. They're too caught up to uh, keeping up with the Joneses and too caught up of, I need to get that new Benz, to, like, next week, man. Damn, my friend Johnny, he got a new life. Like, no, no, that's not, life is not about that. Life is, is really understanding who you are on a... A simple atomic level and then going outward and then also changing your reality to what you want it to be and in my opinion that's how that's what life is to me and me taking that approach has honestly improved my life 200 times like it's just you know I just I don't know man I feel like me having that viewpoint, things are just going right in my life. I'm able to have great friends like Brian. I'm able to, you know, create a platform like this podcast, and I'm seeing it grow. It's my baby, but goddamn, I'm seeing it grow. I'm competing in jujitsu, and, and I'm doing very well in that. And it's just like, damn, I, I, I finally found what I wanted to do in life. And guess what? That secures happiness because I'm happy at the end of the day. I'm doing whatever I want to do, and I'm not worried about making two million dollars you know a year and 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 trying to compete with my neighbors and shit like that that shit is meaningless bro because when you die guess what what did you do for society what did you do for the next man you did nothing so mm. yeah. i understand where you're coming from but i feel like i'm very selfish in the sense where if i don't know you if i don't care about you then honestly it's, i don't want to say fuck you but it's like why am i going to go out my way for that when i can spend my time being more focused on me and the people that matter to me and like that leads up to like okay my three biggest fears right for one i'm scared of silence i hate i hate quiet i can't do that but two i'm scared of being successful after my mom passes i want to make sure that she knows that she raised a kid that you know is going to be able to take care of himself and the family you know number three i'm scared of um not death but what happens afterwards 
And I feel like these are things that just not really haunt me, but they're always in the back of my mind. It's like, I never know what's going to happen next. I never know, you know, where things are going to lead. And with all this in my mind, how can I like, you know, be able to focus on making an impact in society when I still got to figure myself out and figure what my true meaning is, you know, what, what, what I was placed on this earth to do. And, you know, when you really, it's like, it's so, it's such a large thing to think about. It's like, you feel like you play such a tiny role in this little board game that, you know, you're just a pawn in like a, a field full of, you know, just pieces. And for you to like, I feel like I'm different from you. You probably feel like you're different from me. Brian feels like you're different from all of us. But like, in the grand scheme of things, how are we really different from each other? You know, like who who are the upper ups? Who are the the pawns? Who who gets played? You know, who makes the decisions? And I just I don't know. I just feel like I want to break that barrier and make my own name for myself. The real just the big question is how. You got anything to like, say? Yeah, I feel like the best way to do that is really just be yourself. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, as as put together or, you know, as well as some people may look like they have it all figured out. Nobody really does. We're all just living. And I feel like the way to really do that is really just be yourself and try to be the best self you can. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, we're all here just to, like, shine our light on the world. You know what I'm saying? And those what that's what the most influential people do. They be themselves and basically... Um, influence other people to be themselves and to express themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, obviously we're all going to die and we don't know when, but that's the beauty of it as well because, like, life, like, we're actually alive. You know what I'm saying? We're in good health. You know what I'm saying? We got food. We under, you know, a roof. And we got people that care about us. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, the best way to really go about that is really just, like, um, like, we're all experiencing each other, the people that we, the people that we love, people that we hate. And we can basically, when somebody leaves this earth, we can basically, they can basically shine through us because like we always will have them in our memories. You know what I'm saying? Like once somebody's gone, they're always going to be a part of you, their memory, that memory is always going to be there. And so like you can basically show glimpses of them to other people in a sense that makes sense. Like, mm. That's scary though. <clears throat> my thing, my my whole thing about this is when you live a life of fear, you really are stifling your true potential because who are you to be scared of what happened, you know, who who are you to be scared of and judging the outcome of what, you know, the afterlife is? For all you know, dude, you can die and and you could be the you could you could be part of the universe again and that could be the most amazing experience you know what i'm saying i I just think that the focus on um self-development and being disciplined and and again answering asking those questions and being very self-aware of yourself is always going to uh put you on a path of success it's 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 okay to to um you, right now you're 21 and, and you and you're seeing you're beginning to see society for what it is. But again, you're at the beginning stage of your life. You understand what I'm saying? I'm at the beginning stage of my life. We got a long road to go. Uh, Lord's willing, you know, if that is if that's the way he wants it to go. But I just feel like ha- having fear in life, man, will, will truly stifle your poten- potential. 
worrying about what's ha- going to happen next and, 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 and worrying about are you going to be successful before your mom passed. Like, you're putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. The cards are going to fall where they fall at the end of the day. You can't control that. That's your ego trying to take control of your life. You got to tell you got to tell your ego, like, sit aside and, and really focus on what you want to do. First of all, you got to you got to figure out what you want to do in life. And, 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 and is that going to appeal to is that going to appeal to you being happy? You know what I'm saying? And once you figure that out, then you carry that, be disciplined, be great at it, and then the chips are going to fall wherever they fall. But I think as far as your mom and, you know, look, I come from a single-parent household, single mom, you know what I'm saying? She was the she was the pops and the mom at the same time. I feel like as long as your parents see you making or see you trying and see you making an effort, they're always going to love you and they're always going to support you, man. And and, I, and I'll tell you that for first experience. I just talked to my mom today, man. We, we, we me and her had a, have had a crazy life together, bro. Like literally, um, I remember getting kicked out of, uh, out of our apartments when I was like 17 and like just me and her in a U-Haul van, like, that's a Kanye line, like, me and my mom in a U-Haul van, like, we really lived that life, like, where we had to pick up our belongings and, and move somewhere real quick, and it's just, like, as, like, they remember stuff like that, as long as you're with them, as long as you contact them uh, frequently, and, and showing your love, and as long as you're making an effort, like, bro, you got a job at Chase, you understand what I'm saying, bro, like, you, you, you 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 you're building professional experience right now. Like you you're just now getting started. There's 21 year olds who are doing crack cocaine in alleys, bro. Who are getting high. Like you 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 you're out here by yourself trying to figure this shit out, and you're doing fucking phenomenal, bro. Think about the 21s, 21 year olds around your life, bro. Think about all of them. No one has it figured out. No one has it figured out. Even when you're 40, 50, 60, you don't have it figured out. You just accept life for what it is and 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 you try to you try to find your happiness in that and you and you try to find what what makes you the most happy and you stick around that and then you know life life will follow with that. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, bro, your mom's already proud of you, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you don't gotta worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta be yourself and just keep progressing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you can really that's all you can really do as a son. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. be be the best you you can be. And you know what I'm saying? Like all the good you do is like for me, I feel like a lot of the good things that I do is a reflection of my parents. You know what I'm saying? And all the bad stuff is just on me. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. And that's just like I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I feel like fear, man, the only thing that's real is love. You know what I'm saying? All fear, I feel like it's just us just kind of psyching ourselves out, kind of using our imagination against ourselves as far as what could happen, what if this happens, what if this happens, you know what I mean? And I mean, like, that's not what life's about. I mean, life's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, there's going to be adversity, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like things happen, like, for you and not to you, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on how you react and recover to certain situations you know what i'm saying um no i hear what you're saying and the reason why i brought that up was because of my past like same thing like you said therese um single parent you know like you said obviously my mom was my dad she had to teach me everything she can but at the same time she had to raise two other babies with her you know what i mean so she couldn't give like 
all the time to her kids because she had to work to put the food on the table and you know the roof over her head exactly. and being being how young i was when my dad left and you know going through these stages where you needed a father figure to you know tell you tell you right from wrong i didn't have that you know and to be able to learn that you got to go through experience through life and sometimes that throws you in my instance in the wrong situation with the wrong people and that caused a lot of tension mainly between my family me and my mom you know, she'd be out working late at night. I'd be, you know, don't want to go in detail, but, you know, doing yeah. doing the dumb things, yeah. you know. And that caused major tension. And mm-hmm. being the young, ignorant man I was, I was like, you know, what the fuck's the problem? Like, you know, I'm just doing me. Like, you, you can't tell me what to do. You know, like yeah. the stupidity, yeah. right? Yeah. And I seen the pain on my mom's face. Like, I seen the struggle she had to go to. I seen her come home three in the, like, in the morning every night just trying to, you know, support me and my, my sister. And... I felt that pressure from a young age, so I got into doing these dumb things. You're like, you know, I don't, I want to release some of this pressure off my mom, but how can a 16 year old man do that? Doing some things, you know, doing what you're not supposed to, mm-hmm. and that caused tension. Like I said, and being 17 years old, I got kicked out of my house uh, to go live with my dad, you know, and I, I, I developed a resentment towards my mom because I felt like she didn't understand me, but in reality, I just didn't understand anything. Like I didn't understand the situation. I didn't understand how grateful I was to even have a mother that loved mm-hmm. me, you know, because mm-hmm. people don't even know who their parents are. People get dropped off by the, you know, by the orphanage when when off the off rip, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I bring it up is because I feel like I am so in debt to my mom mm-hmm. for the things that I put her through. And that's still how I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything y'all said, granted, like I like everything y'all said, like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate and like I do believe. Mm-hmm. But just to me, I feel like it's my personal responsibility to make sure that my mom knows that her baby is set before he before she leaves this earth. Because I feel like the through the pain that I put her through, she I, she deserves to know that I've grown and I've become the man that she she saw in me before I even saw it myself. And that's crazy. As a fellow young man, and me just hearing, you know, you you you, uh, you explain your situation, dude. I have so much respect for you, and me just hearing you, just just me hearing you articulate yourself, and I, I can already tell that you have a great head on your sho- shoulders, and that's gonna happen. Just just how you came off to me, and 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 and, and how you. And the one, I feel the one, I feel the energy, like Jordan's sitting right next to me. I have my hands wrapped around him. And it, I feel like the energy like that he's he's presenting right now. And bro, that's that's gonna happen, bro. You yeah. don't you don't even have to really where you you have such a strong will to succeed that's it's gonna manifest itself in reality, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's a superpower within itself. So, you know, I I know look. I'm 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 in the same situation you are, and and I I wouldn't dare tell you you know don't don't feel that way or whatever because I have the same feeling embedded in me. That's just how I'm gonna feel naturally. But bro, just know that you're not alone, and just know that people who are staring outside, which is me, I 100% believe that you're gonna make that happen, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be soon, bro. That's love. And, hey, bro, why why are we at it, bro? I mean. It sounds to me like you found your why. And a lot of people don't have whys. A lot of people don't have whys as far as why would they wake up? Why do they do this? Why should they be successful? And that's a powerful motivator. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just wake up, get drunk. You know what I'm saying? Wake up, just be mediocre. You know what I'm saying? And with that type of driver, that type of why, I mean, that's going to push you a lot farther than a lot of people because a lot of people don't have strong, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, 
internal motivators like that. So, I mean, just that, like, I mean, imagine, you know what I'm saying, 10 years from now, maybe, or five years from now, you know what I'm saying, you being able to articulate accomplishment using that type of story, you know what I'm saying, at, at a podium or with a mic in your hand, you know what I'm saying, and explain to somebody, this is why I got this Lambo, you know what I'm saying, this is why I got this mansion, you know what I'm saying, and then having, you know what I'm saying, just like that whole experience, bro, just based off of your why, which is that. Mm. And this young man, he he has his own car. He has his he has his apartment. Um, he has his like his own apartment, and then also he he's a full time and full time worker. It's like he like this. He he's such a self critic on this that he you know he, he goes in depth like this. And it's important that you self evaluate yourself and you ask these questions. But you don't you don't you don't find bro you don't find like like keep keep going keep asking those questions and and you know it, it's it's fine to feel that way it's cool to feel that way but just understand that you're you're on the right path bro i you know i i see i see it dude i i'm telling you from someone who's looking from the outside bro you're on the right path and if anybody who's listening if you're suffering from depression if if you're someone <clears throat> If you're someone who is in a similar situation, even just know that you're not alone. There's, there's, everybody has their struggle. Everybody has their own situation. But if you, you choosing to wake up every day and and live this life, that's a win itself, man. And and just begin, if you can, pull the energy, all the energy you have, and just begin to do something that you like every day something that you like even if that's painting or you know i I don't like any just like just like a a fun habit pick that up begin to do it every day and you'll you'll begin to cultivate a positive mindset from that and and that's that's something that that has helped me because i i was never depressed but i went through um depressive moments and and that's what helped me so yeah Mm. No. Um, so let's transition. <laughs> let's transition. Um, my boy got a YouTube channel, right? Uh-oh. Let's let, plug yourself, Uh-oh. sir. <laughs> What's up, y'all boys? This is your boy Jolly coming in <laughs> on a live stream. Hey, if y'all haven't checked it out yet, make sure you go. Sujiggy, T-S-U-J-I-G-G-Y. That's, again, T-S-U-J-I-G-G-Y. Me and my boy, Marky, we just posted videos about doing anything. You know, whatever we see is for fun. That's uh, reaction videos, pranks, challenges. <laughs> we um we haven't posted in a little bit, but we're going to be back on because Mark was on vacation for a little bit. So make sure y'all go check us out. It's going to be a fun little time. You know, just something to do when you got a couple minutes on your mind. But, um, hey, uh, damn, that's crazy, bro. Like, I've always envisioned myself like doing something like this, and that's so cool that you're doing it. Like I, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like Jedi, like Deadass, that's that's so cool that y'all really had this plan. I remember you telling me about it, but it takes more than just talk about. It. Like y'all are actually doing it. Whatever, like whatever the situation may be, like this nigga over here is literally fucking across the country, and y'all still figuring out a way to like do it. And that's dope as fuck. Like you know, people will find any reason to not do what they want to do. And they feel like, you know, the cars just weren't dealt to them the right way. So they just say, fuck it and just, you know, move on to the next. But y'all, y'all are, you know, y'all go against the wind. Y'all don't care what y'all situation is. And that's, that's very honorable. And like, don't think that shit is taken lightly because I see that y'all really grinding. Y'all really trying to like work on your craft and figure it out. Trust me, dude. Like I really realized with YouTube and I've only done it for a year. If you guys take like stay consistent, consistency is key. And that's like what everyone says is corny, but it's true as fuck because 
people people think they're consistent for doing something for a month, even a year, and then stop, and then like they realize that their growth isn't there, and they're like, oh, maybe I'm just doing something wrong. No, you're just not consistent, dude. You're not you're not pushing yourself to your limits. You're not pushing the people around you to your limits, or maybe the even more important, the people around you aren't pushing you to your limits. And then you gotta start realizing who you're surrounding yourself with, yeah, and that's yeah. what I learned from a young age through everything I've been through. That's why I can count my friends on one hand. You know, like my true friends, the people I really care about, because they're the ones that are always going to push me to be my best. I'd rather have three of my dogs with me that, like, you know, that are always going to be by my back and always uh, push me to be my best than 10 friends that, you know, just want to go out and have a good time. Like, honestly. And my mom always told me, she's like, who, who do you think you can honestly call right now? Let's say you're stuck 100 miles away in the pouring rain and a storm. Who can you call that's going to come in the side of the road and pick you up? Like, without even being like, oh, I can't, my bad. Who's going to be like, I got you, dude? And I can say I got three friends, that's it. And you know what? I find myself more than happy with that because it's genuine, it's real, it's organic. Nothing's artificial. My bad. I didn't mean to go up the rails. No, like, no, 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 <laughs> my no, fault, my see, fault. I, thought B- yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on B-Lab. I feel like, bro, I've been talking this whole podcast. I'm going off the rails and shit. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, told, I warned y'all this shit was about to happen. <laughs> y'all ain't listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, going off of that, yeah, I definitely want to say for uh, for this new year, 2020, like the major, the two, the two words, the two buzzwords are going to be uh, consistency and gratitude. Because mm. um, I feel like, you know, it's all about the little wins, you know what I'm saying? Like, just little things that like, I, you know, myself overlook every day, you know what I'm saying? Even on a tough day, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I think about, like, where I'm at, where I was last year, where I was, you know, maybe two months ago, you know what I'm saying? And it just, like, puts everything in, in perspective um, and just, like, reinforces the fact of just, like, keep going, you know what I'm saying? Like, regardless, because those tough days, they just build character and I, that may sound corny i probably say that a lot about you know what i'm saying like whatever but like that shit really uh it really sticks because like eh, a little slight story like before i got the lessons bro like there'd be i would literally like go like like this past summer bro i ain't have ac bro I was just like thugging it. I was like, honestly bro i'm just gonna like sweating <laughs> right so i was just like thinking i was just like um shit it's gonna build character bro like my next car is gonna be straight and that shit came through but it was just like once you in the car with ac bro or once you in a situation that is better than at one point where you didn't envision you know what i'm saying being in a better place you don't even remember it you just living in that moment of where you wanted to be you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's what adversity is for but you can't be taking those moments for granted you got to realize that that's a big jump, you know, even if it's a small wins, like you said, small wins are still wins. And you got you got to understand the delayed gratitude of things like understanding that through work and effort, your time is going to come and appreciate that. Appreciate the work, the road, not just the finish line, you know, and that's yeah. always like something that people, you know, want to skip. They always think that there's a shortcut to things and it's simply not, you know. Yeah. And uh, you just got to you got to appreciate the challenge as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to appreciate the pitfall because that's where the real lessons come. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to fall off your bike a couple times, you know what I'm saying, before you learn how to ride that bitch forever. <laughs> hey, fuck that, dude. I thought it was my birthday when I finally figured out how to ride my bike. I <laughs> ran into my house so quick. I was like, Mom, I'm six years old now. I finally <laughs> rode this bitch without training wheels. <laughs> we, uh, we, You guys brought up a, uh, a great highlight, which is um, consistency. <clears throat> and... 
like the last year, like the last year I've been really working on myself and being disciplined and, and just being and having a like a consistent character. And I when when I thought of this podcast, I was like I was over Brian's place and bro, this is like 5 a.m., like 6 a.m. in the morning. And we're like he's teaching me like he's getting up out of his bed to teach me about forex teach me about cryptocurrency and, and stuff like that and so i just one morning I, I just thought of it i was like bro we should have we should we should create a podcast like we all we, we always have like great authentic talks like why not and I, I was just thinking to myself like this is like the most consistent like friend or, or person i know you know what i'm saying so it's just the fact that i think what builds consistency is not only yourself being disciplined you have to be you have to be really aware of yourself to uh to to be consistent you have to know what cracks you what your weakness is you know and 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 get that voice out of your head that's telling you damn not tonight therese you you don't edit you know you're, you're tired or you know just fuck off play some video games bro don't edit don't edit or don't have a podcast like call off joria man you know it's, it's late you know it's, it's 11 20 20 you know what i'm saying but you have to shut that shit down, bro. And you got to get to work because my thing is I'm eventually going to have this platform be my means of financial freedom. This is this is going to be my job. And I'm manifesting that. I'm, I've been manifesting. I've been saying that. But, like, I'm going to continue to keep saying that until, until it happens, bro. Like, and that that's that's going to come. That comes from my testament of being disciplined and a testament of being consistent. So yeah, man, that's consistent is the most key thing in, in, in just succeeding. I always like to um you know, see how people face adversity. Like everyone says that they're gonna be great. Everyone says they got, you know, dreams that they're gonna achieve. But when people tell me this, I just shut up and I'm like, Okay, but what's gonna happen when, you know, the world slaps you in the face? How are you gonna bounce back? And I'm not trying to like discredit y'all at all. Like you, you already know how appreciative I am of everything you do. But y'all are gonna face a time where there's gonna be like an adversity in y'all podcast, and I honestly just want to see how y'all bounce back and how y'all are gonna handle it, you know. And the way y'all handle it is gonna determine whether or not y'all taking this shit seriously or y'all feel like this is just a hobby, you know. And that's some real shit. Like I, I know, like y'all just started like with 19 episodes and everything, but there's gonna be a point you get 100 episodes, 200 episodes. Yeah. Like that's when we're really taught, you know, a thousand episodes, like. This shit. This is still the fucking the top layer. This is the beginning. Yeah, so, we're we're definitely in the like the developing stages. Uh, Brian Brian's in Texas. <laughs> Brian's in Texas. So like that's already that could yeah, could have already been yeah. an excuse of like nah. You know what? He's in Texas. Like fuck it, bro. That was like a sign not to do the podcast. But like fuck it, bro. We're gonna keep doing this and we're gonna keep that that shit like that. I I don't ever think of me not doing this because guess what? This is my this is the most favorite thing in my life like i love this podcast like this this the this is the like i know this is not proper english but this is the funnest funnest thing <laughs> dude you know what i'm saying like this yeah. this is my favorite thing i maybe bjj and and this is like my favorite thing to do in life and i know that's what i need to do that's why i was putting on this world to do build schools help kids in low poverty areas um teach them self-defense and and all that jazz but i'm about to drop a bomb on you buddy uh -oh. um you, you you said you said you know uh, you you you, you want to see where we're at when we face adversity and and see where the podcast goes when we face adversity, bro. I I just got fired. 
Yo, 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 back up, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. We're going off the rails. Yeah, hold on, hold on. That's what I was about to say at the beginning, like before we recorded. Thank God you did not say that. Yeah. I was about to like, bro, I don't know. Um, if you hear the mic rumbling, Jordan is going off the rails right now. This, this, this was some big news. Look, um, okay, so this is how the story went. So as a server, um, tip being tip is like, w- would you say like ninety percent of your income that you would make? Like, cause the More check, yeah, the, you're, you're getting paid like five dollars an hour, so that's not hey, shit. Before, before you say that, like I was, <laughs> I'll be telling Jade all the time. Like when I was serving, I was just like, shit. I might as well be out here booty shaking. We <laughs> <laughs> so, did have like the three button down, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the chest showing, the, the, my, my chest showing and shit, you know what I'm saying? The hamburger meat out and shit. <laughs> like, so like, yeah, so this is what, this is how the story goes. So again, um, so being tip is like a, a, you know, is a huge part of, you know, your income. I would say like 80, 90% of your income. And so 20% is like flat rate. Like that's, you know, that's what should be given. And so um, there's this table and the way serving is set up. Like you, if you have like a big party, it'll it'll take up a lot of your section. You guys know we worked at the same place, PF Chains. Um, And so I'm not gonna say anything crazy, but uh, <laughs> nah, 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 because I, I still want to get some fried rice. I'm gonna still pull up. Anyway, um, so like, so the party took up most of my section, and it took up most of my time that night. So like, it was a hundred and fifty dollar check, and you know, twenty percent of that is around like twenty five, twenty six dollars or whatever. And so like, that's quick math. I don't know if I'm right. Um, but like, huh, thirty dollars? Okay, thank you. Uh, um, so like, yeah, so thirty dollars, right? When I give him the check and he and 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 he like does the transaction or whatnot, he gives me a gift card with a remaining balance of two dollars, two dollars and fifty cents. So, and again, this this party took up my section and took up my whole night. So I'm like, what? I'm like, this guy. You a lot of times, t- like people in, in a situation like that, they they just make a mistake. Like instead of instead of putting uh, uh, twenty five, they probably did like two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just missed a zero on the tablet. But like, you know, he he gives me like the remaining balance is two dollars, and so his family leaves and he he gets up to leave, and I don't see any cash on the table. So I'm like, this nigga is leaving me two dollars and fifty cent. Like he sized me, like bro, like I only made two dollars and fifty cent that night, and I still got tip out, bro. Like this is not good. I'm I'm leaving the restaurant in negative. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> what? So like, so I go up to the table. I'm like, sir, I'm I'm coming. I'm coming at him very cordial, very articulate. I'm like, sir, was it was the service okay? Like, uh, what's going on? And, and he was like, the service was horrible. You're you're. It took forever for the food to get at the table. And and again, in a calm voice, just being reassuring. I was like, sir, we have high volume. You know, this is during season, so the restaurant's full, and our ticket times are going to be a little delayed, but. You know, throughout the time, I made sure you guys had water or whatever. It was like, the service was horrible. And so I just left it like that. Two days after, he go, he writes to corporate and says that he felt threatened that um, a server named Therese, uh, he, he basically said like a server named Therese came up to me and I felt threatened and I felt, 
I felt like, what else he said? He said, I felt threatened and I felt uncomfortable. That was the word. I felt uncomfortable. And, and he came to me like in a hostile manner. And, and like, so the next shift I come up there, um, the executive chef calls me in and is like, he shows me the, uh, the like written letter that the guests sent. And it was like, um, you know, this is above our head. Like, this is, you know, we really can't say anything. Uh, Garrett Lane, which is uh, the general manager, um, he, he even like wrote an email uh, in defense of me because I, I have a great relationship with the work staff there. And it, it was just one of those things that it went straight to corporate, went straight, straight to the HR department. And it was like automatic means of termination. So your boy is unemployed right now. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Your boy is unemployed. But, you know, guess what? Your boy got another job. So, you know, we we, we we're just conducting, um, you know, I'm just dealing with adversity right now. But, bro, it's not going to stop this. I'm I, look. I'm gonna be. I would be homeless in a box somewhere in like Miami. You know what I'm saying on Eight, 18th Street, <laughs> Winwood style, bro. In a box, and I'm still recording a podcast, bro. Like no matter what, bro. So like this is one of those things, bro. Like adversity hits you, but so what, man? You got you got to be able to deal with it, roll with the dice. In my head, bro, that was a blessing because the blessing that I'm about to get gifted with right now is just unbelievable. So thank you, corporate. That honestly sounds like just it was meant to be, to be honest. Yeah, like, that's what I told you yesterday. That sounds yeah. like like you ain't do nothing wrong. Literally, it's just one of those situations where it's just like it, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Time to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to say like like people at change shout out to Megan you know what I'm saying she's gonna be on the podcast soon but um like even people like Megan and like HJ you know HJ like they were like man that's racist or whatever but I'm like I'm like bro whatever bro like if that's if that's the way he felt that's the way he felt and then you know and from this current situation bro I'm eating so like I'm not gonna dwell on it I'm not gonna be like damn bro why they fired me like I'm trying to get my job back I'm not gonna do any of that bro I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna take my I'm gonna take my L, bro, and I'm gonna turn that to a W two times. You dig? Mm, yes, sir. Powerful. <laughs> That's good. And let, and this shit just happened. and You're already like on to the next type of shit. Yeah, man. I got to, well, I got to. My rent's like sixty hundred <laughs> 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 a month, and I got I got bills to pay. I gotta keep a good credit score, so I gotta get it. Like this turnover has to be fast. So like, I got so right now I got. A, I believe I landed a position. One of my um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu buddies um, works at this, like, medical, like, repair, like, um, company. It's, like, Stereotech type stuff. And uh, they get paid uh, pretty good hourly. And uh, the hours is, like, 7 to 3. So that's perfect. Like, jiu-jitsu is at 6. So 7 to 3, I can come home, work on the podcast, go to jiu-jitsu, and then go to sleep, repeat, and I'm off weekend. So Call it a beat. You know what I'm saying? That's that's I'll, I'll take that, and plus I get full health benefits and all that type of shit. So I'm 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 happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Doctor Therese in the building. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're struggling in any type of way, your boy is with you right now. I'm unemployed, son, and I got bills coming for my head. <laughs> oh, 
Damn, but I, like I'm still like surprised. I'm still shocked. Like I ain't gonna. Damn, dude. <laughs> like I'm just not gonna be able to be used to just not seeing you anymore. You was the only one I was be able to like just to talk to about anything, anytime, bro. Yeah, but but you can obviously come to the crib. No, not, yeah, yeah. But dude, awesome real shit. Times. Awesome real shit, dude. Like it's about that time for me too. Anyways, you like yeah, it. I'm out of bang it. As soon as I get this full time opportunity at Chase, dude, it's it's game time. I, I've been telling you over and over yeah, again yeah, that yeah. It, it, my time there is up. Like I was. <laughs> to walk out the other day and Dan Teresa, <laughs> if I was there when you got fired, my apron would have been on the table with you, boy. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me drop another bomb. Brie doesn't work there anymore. She, hey, this is how this is how this is, this is how how gangster Brie is. Like she's a fuck. She's ride or die. Like for real, for real. As soon as I got fired. She, 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 I have to like, I had to like hold her, bro. She was going to go inside and just cause a ruckus, like go off the rails and then quit. I'm like, Bree, don't do that. We'll go home. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, 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 we'll come together and, and we'll, we'll put our thoughts together. And, and then she just like quit, bro. She didn't show up. She didn't call anybody. She just, she just, <laughs> just left. Banged, it, with banged it, bro. And that's some funny and Clyde shit. So shout out to Bree. I don't know if you can hear me. She's upstairs doing a reading. So shout out to Bree. I love you. Shout out to Bree. Hey, Bree. <laughs> hey, Bree. <laughs> you, you watched, uh, um, what's that movie? Uh, Slim and Queen? Queen and Slim? Yeah, dude, I wanted to watch oh, that, that movie. movie so bro. good. Y'all in the same situation because y'all on the run. Y'all got rent in about two weeks. <laughs> y'all got up Dude, but this happened at a perfect time. And we, we say we got some money saved, so we chilling. Honestly, bro, like. New like, year, new beginnings. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like honestly i'd be stressed for most of like most of my people's in this situation but i'm not even stressed for you dog like i sometimes even stress more about other people than myself but i'm not even stressed about you because i know you got you i know god got you so Thanks, you got bro. nothing to be worried about bro Thanks, honestly bro. The, the, this this is honestly just a door that needed to be closed in the first place <laughs> this shit this shit was stuck on the hinges bitch needs to be closed mm-hmm. so now just on the brighter futures and honestly the restaurant business is not for anyone listen to me you're not supposed to be in the restaurant trust me it's quick money and you think you're going to be a baller but trust me it is not shit all right get y'all life together and figure it out it's not supposed to be for y'all College is cool to do it for one, two years, but after that, it's got, bro, people be like 45, <laughs> fucking 50 working at PF Chang still, yeah, and that's, man. that ain't the life I'm out here living, dude. Yeah. But shout out to Mamo, like, that, hey, Mamo's a beast. Like, he's, he's, yeah. he's yo, he's yeah. definition unit. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little lit right now. Mamo's great unit. Like, he, dude, he's just hardcore. Like, I, I respect Mamo more than anybody there, bro. So, shout out to Mamo. Shout out to... That's it, bro. Shout out to Mamo, bro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah um. Yo, Brian, where we at on the on the recording? Are we past the hour yet? Hey, man, who cares? No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, you, if you're listening, you're listening. <laughs> oh. Yo, people don't like when we dr- when you begin to drone too much. Like, see, you go see, off the rails. No, see, that's what you don't understand, bro. If you talk about shit people want to hear, they won't care how long it is, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> time will go by so quickly. For, I, you've done it before. I know you listen to Joe Rogan podcast with them yeah, bitches three hours long, and you just you just love what they talk about. Yeah. If we talk about what people, or if y'all talk about what people want to hear, they'll listen no matter how long it is. Yeah. And that's yeah, big we facts. Had, uh, we had an hour 24. <laughs> It, yeah, I I think Anchor cuts it. I I really do it because uh, editing is a bitch, and so once you get around like the hour thirty minute, like it's really hard to put on Anchor because you you can only. 
put so many like I think megabytes on there or something. Mm. So like yeah, yeah. that that's the reason why I'm saying it, bro. Yeah. We're having fucking fun. So, bro, plug yourself. You know what I'm saying? What's the YouTube channel again? And I'm plug my shit. Hey, come on now, Suji T S U J G G Y. Let's get us up there. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us. So we got a uh Instagram too. Same thing. Uh, Twitter we got an Instagram or Twitter we got an account too. T S U J G G Y. Make sure to check us out. You did. All right, and we are sponsored again by the Daily Currency. We have a Telegram link there. Regus wanted me to mention that. I'm sorry, Regus. Um, <laughs> but uh, Instagram name again? You know? Sorry, sorry. What did you say? You know Instagram name? What that? What the Instagram name is? The Telegram link oh, to the uh, silly. It's the Daily Currency. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Daily Currency. All right, so that, that shows you how much I'm on it, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, yeah, uh, tune into that. And then we are, again, we're sponsored by the um, the Daily Currency. So uh, that's a wrap. <laughs>